0: hey what's up y'all mish has her meds welcome to millennial love
1: y'all y'all already know what time it is it's your girl d car and i'm coming back in 2018 talking to y'all about what bioclarity because what your girl's skin is looking right so basically i started using bioclarity back in 2017 in season one and y'all my skin is the bomb.com all my instagram photos be popping because i know y'all be liking these pics my skin is smooth and soft. Any sort of breakouts I've been having are gone. No redness, no irritation, no nothing. So, why should you use BioClarity? Well, couple things. First, it's easy on your skin. It delivers glowing clear skin by reducing redness and boosting your natural beauty because I know y'all find out there. You can use it twice a day without worrying about any sort of excess irritation because there are no harsh chemicals. Also, BioClarity is packed with clarifying botanicals and new floralux, which is naturally derived from chlorophyll, which is that green stuff, you know, that plants be needing and it's proven for soothing away blemishes. So not only is BioClarity full of antioxidants, it also reduces redness. It feeds and defends cells with an alphabet of vitamins. BioClarity is delivered straight to you and is easy to use. It's a three-step ritual that's 100% vegan, plus it's gluten and cruelty-free. So there are three steps. First, you cleanse. With the rich, foaming facial cleanser, it gently removes dirt, oil, and environmental pollutants. Next, you treat. And the treatment penetrates pores and attacks the bacteria that causes acne, so it clears up your skin. And lastly, you restore. And the restore gel has exclusive floor lugs, which leaves your skin feeling smooth and refreshed. Now, BioClarity also offers a skin smoothie with hydration. Hydrate is a lightweight breathable moisturizer which is designed for even the most sensitive skin. You can use Hydrate by itself, or you can use it with the BioClarity system. So do you want to start a healthy habit and get glowing, clear skin, just like your girl, the Cardi? If so, go to BioClarity.com. And just for our Millennial Love listeners, you guys will get your first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. That's over a $20 savings, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. So in order to get that money back guarantee, all you got to do is enter our code LOV3. That's bioclarity.com and enter the code LOV3. Say hello, hey boo, to new skin. Bioclarity.com.
0: Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Justin.
2: This is Mish. This
1: is Cardi.
0: And welcome to...
3: Episode.
0: Episode. (laughs) (laughs) D-A. Stop you don't
1: what is this pregnant pause
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: this what <laughs> y'all ain't never heard of the term pregnant pause
0: hell no. no really
1: you never heard
0: that wait let me finish my intro this is justin
1: this is mish this is cara dean and welcome
0: to episode 58 of millennial love where we discuss sex <laughs> love and how we are selfish as af, AF. AO. That was a struggle. It was because you <laughs> interrupt me.
1: No, I didn't. I was trying to assist you. You took the longest
0: pause. I did, have a, pause. Pause, <laughs> I did ever. have a pregnant pause. So about this pregnant pause pause. Pregnant pause, what is it?
1: Basically, just a pause that like logically signifies that you meant you're either it meant something or like you were trying to get me to understand that you meant something else. So, like, let's say like I'm doing a speech and I'm like, and God said. Okay. So it's like a time to marry. I don't know. It just okay. means that you just okay. mean yeah. something
0: like that. It's festering inside your belly maybe I, I guess. Anyways, be sure to follow us on all social media platforms <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat.
1: Not Snapchat. We deleted oh, it. We Remember that. Oh,
0: we're gonna delete it. Okay. Snapchat. Well, by then, if you're hearing this, our Snapchat is gone. <laughs> At Millennial Love, that's Millennial with two L's, two N's, love with a three at the end. And if this you tweet us,
3: <laughs> it's butchered. He is butchered. It's because
0: it. um, I can okay, whatever. And if you tweet us, make sure to hashtag ML3 so we can see all of your tweets and respond. Listen, we are a non <laughs> f-
3: profit
0: podcast. <laughs> And we really stand on the support of our listeners. So please give us a little bit of your coin um, on PayPal, Venmo. We like to use Cash App. Michelle received some funds for her meds today. Mish. Mish? I did.
2: So I will not be coughing today.
0: Good job.
2: Um, Barely. So Thank listen, you for the
0: donations. Someone sent her $15. Donations, and donations. then in the title, they put for Misha's meds. That was amazing. <laughs> So anyways, if you want to um give us some coins on PayPal and Venmo, that's mil- that's Millennial Love on PayPal. On PayPal and then on Cash App is dollar sign money sign Millie, lov 3. Mm-hmm. We really would love your coins. For it's sure. tax season. You can afford it. You probably need to like tithe or give money somewhere. We would <laughs> love to accept it.
2: Listen
1: I am not
0: can accepting say, your, tithes. Money. <laughs> your tithes.
2: tithes money. I
1: don't want your tithe. <laughs> I don't want no ties. but I will say, just so y'all can know what we're using the money for. It's, it really was not for my meds, Shotty, because I got the
2: good insurance, no. I didn't have to pay nothing for my meds.
0: Listen, we actually, now you got to get that girl her money back.
1: No. <laughs> no. That was a donation. <laughs> no. Ain't no refunds, bitch. <laughs>
0: terrible y'all we
1: will be uh, so, oh what oh you seen that call you yeah, you're making me laugh um <laughs> no we call, do no show. need new equipment a new computer
0: yeah so all those chords you hear playing in the background it's 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 car's fault
1: yeah <laughs> what how is it my fault because what you sitting here doing now
2: Playing, playing with the chords, stuff.
0: exactly i didn't play
1: with a chord
0: <laughs> gotcha
1: <laughs> anyway we need a new computer what else do we need? We
0: need a new mic stand. We need a new mic stand. We, really we have need to pay
2: new mics. our producer. We have to pay our
1: producer. Dang. We Who's have been amazing, by the way. Shout out to Corey. Follow him. Need your music N-I-D-R-A music. For real. We With have a K. outstanding bills for these <laughs> photo shoots. <laughs>
0: Dang. You know when niggas try to do the most? On yeah, credit. and they got no money and all, the, and all the bills catch up to them.
1: That's why all the pictures y'all see now oh, because we we have no more money for
2: marketing. We have
0: ruined our reputation, (laughs) our relationships with these photographers in Dallas, and they don't want to work with us. I think they put out a PSA,
1: like,
0: do not work with millennial love.
1: Anyway, your money will go to good use, we promise.
0: Absolutely.
1: So, Justin? So, we're
2: taking a little switcheroo this week. I'm going to bring y'all the word on the street.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The word Um, on the street is actually fun. You're going to have a good time doing it.
2: Yeah, and I'm kind of like, I really wanted to talk about this. So the first thing is, as we mentioned, we're going to get rid of Snapchat uh, because they royally messed up. Not only did they change up the whole format because that's is, where they first went the wrong. The format is dumb. Dude, Like, I'm not about yeah. to press
0: on your picture to see what's going on.
2: Who came up with it, though? That's dumb. That was the first thing. Like, who? why did y'all change it? And then so many people asked them to change it back and they didn't. So, basically, they've hired the wrong people because the next thing that they did was they snapped a picture about domestic violence and it had... Rihanna at the top, Chris Brown at the bottom. And it said, Would you rather slap Rihanna or would you rather punch Chris Brown?
0: What?
3: Yeah. And it was
2: supposed to be about domestic violence awareness. It was terrible. It was bad. It was terrible. When I saw it, I was like, I don't even get it. That's the first thing. Like, why would I want to slap Rihanna or punch Chris Brown? Like, yeah. In awareness to ma- domestic to violence, domestic violence,
0: you know what is is shocking whenever you are faced with individuals on these major platforms, i.e., the software engineers of Snapchat are Fox News, and when they are promoting foolery, and you or as Pepsi, a consumer, or are, yeah, yeah. And you as a consumer are just a person affiliate. You're like, wait, I'm a like I'm. You would consider yourself as common folk. If I can take offense to this, why haven't nobody in on, your fucking, on your team question this? It's just kind of... Nobody. I think the
1: problem is group think. Like, I feel like you're in a room of people who you're trying to impress, and somebody says, this is good. And you're like, yeah, this is good. And then you have 10 people that are like, yeah, this is good. So what you're saying is that know. there's not one person in the room that's willing to speak up. Right everybody's just like, oh, if they say it's good, then let's go with it. And the only person that's willing to speak up has no seniority. So, you know, the mm-hmm. little black girl named Sandra or whoever, I don't know. Right. She she wants to say something or maybe she does and they're like, okay.
0: You well, see, I still think it's the opposite. Out. I think is every day is a appreciation day or every day is like a day. Like National Best Friend Day or yeah. such and such day. And sometimes like, you can't be on at work all the time, so you're submitting assignments late, and the person <laughs> who's approving your assignments nah. is submitting uh, submitting assignments assignments late, and shit just get approved without anyone fully discussing it because things happen so fast, especially in the social media world. So I honestly feel like someone sensed it, like, oh, let's just okay, Chris Brown, Rihanna, not really thinking. I mean, obviously, those pictures have been plastered on through so throughout social media. For, since forever, so I'm just thinking that they're really not thinking about the effects, like because of the assignments being late.
2: So for me, I guess I, I, don't, I don't have a take on how it happens. I just want to know why. Why did you think it was okay to put that out? Like, no, but you mean to tell me that even if you were turning it in late, or even if you were in a room full of people, nobody said that's not it like with the pepsi thing with dove and i don't care how dove came back and said that they switched it up (laughs) you don't go from a white girl to a black girl taking stuff off and talking about one is clean and one is dirty like that just didn't make any sense um and then now snapchat and so what happened was rihanna spoke about it i guess on instagram what did she say she basically was like, "How could you make such a stupid decision? Like that was a dumb mistake, whatever." And I, I stopped messing with y'all a long time ago. But this is really it. So sh- since she has put out that message, they've lost one billion dollars. What? Yes, over I don't know how many million people less than a week
1: deleted.
2: Too. Yeah, what? Their Snapchat. I'm,
0: I'm about to delete mine now, not because of Rihanna, but because <clears throat> I just don't like Snapchat no more. But yeah, this is know. even like icing on the cake.
2: Yeah, I can't say that I'm gonna delete it. I'm hey Riri, love your girl, celebrating my B Day in Barbados. <laughs> but I mean, I like Snapchat for the camera. I'm just gonna be honest. Filters, that that yeah. front facing camera on Snapchat gives some really good pictures, so it's true. I don't snap anymore though, cause it's boring. But anyways. The
0: format is dead. I mean, honestly, we can really go in on y'all dumb hoes. If we want to, yeah, but we're not. What? Because the format, everything is dead. Like it's everything dead. is dead. Like Snapchat Yo, is just hos. dead.
2: Did they sell the company or something like that? Like, how all of a sudden did Snapchat just go down like that? Let
0: me tell you, if if I was Facebook and Snapchat was my competitor, I would literally pay someone to go over there and fuck shit up, just because <laughs> to work for them. Yeah, go work well, for they Snapchat had to. fuck shit up, and then I'm definitely gonna rehire you. Just come back.
2: They Cause had to. That shit is dumb. Because they royally messed up all the <laughs> way around.
1: But the other Sorry. thing is- oh, no. I'm just laughing because you called them hoes. I thought that was
0: <laughs> so funny. And it's like they made the right screen a, like an ad page. Like, who's going to go through that? Like, Nobody. I do understand this.
2: I don't know. And I'm not looking for these celebrities on Snapchat. I'm just not doing it.
0: The sad part about it is, is I don't even remember what the old version looked like. That's the sad <laughs> part. Yeah. You know? Anyways, yeah, what well, else you got?
2: The other thing is uh, the team over
1: there at the Breakfast Club. Again, some drama with them. Right.
2: So, DeSus and Mero came on the show to have an interview, right? Mm-hmm. But before the show could even get started, DJ Envy had something
1: on his chest. He wanted to get it off. Didn't right? he call them like, uh, like instead of saying their names, he was like, we have like, but and some, he said like he called him like derogatory names. Oh, did he really? Yeah, like it was like a hole and pussy or something like that.
0: Oh, oh. really? DJ Envy, really?
1: He said that like literally, like you know, when you introduce like today we yes, got you know blah blah blah, noticed, blah on the yeah. show. He said, I think he, I, I'm pretty sure he said a hole and the p word, like describing them, and they wow. were like, so of course they were like, wow, but they like laughed it off because they didn't know that the animosity was, was coming, to right? It
3: so,
2: yeah, before they could even get into any questions, he just felt like he needed to go in. Basically, they were doing what they do on their TV show. And uh, DJ Envy and his wife had been on The reel,
3: mm-hmm.
2: And somebody said something about a check and his wife, in reference to his wife. He felt like he needed to confront them. So, basically, he goes, I guess, in. I don't know. I thought it was kind of weak myself. But... He goes off, you know... Trying to correct them Don't talk about my wife Like this is off limits That's not what you do You stay off family Blah blah Oh, dude was like Okay you know Like I apologize Like you've you said it I accept that I will, ne- I will not talk about your wife anymore He just kept trying to go in Kept going No nah, I'm just letting you know You don't do that Cause my wife has been with me Since I was 15 years old She made more money than me And dude was like Okay well you've let me know I won't talk about your wife anymore Well I'm just I'm just saying Because And it was like He just kept going Bruh Uh, Can y'all get to the interview? Because this is I mean And so then Of course the internet Does what it does And they completely went off
0: On Envy And it backfired on him You forgot to mention That he walked off
1: Oh yeah Then he walked off I mean it was
2: It It was was so dramatic It was
0: so weak It was so dramatic so dramatic
1: It was Yeah And it was I think The reason why It was a bit much Was because The whole thing Has been public So you can't be mad When people comment on it Because you publicly like cheated on your wife publicly publicly. You went on a public show to talk about how you publicly cheated on your wife and now you're mad because people are commenting on it. I am positive that DeSus and Mira are not the only people that I talked about him. They weren't the first nor were they the last. Correct. So why would you And where was that? that same
2: energy about disrespecting your wife when you was cheating on her? Like my whole thing.
0: Where was that, that same here, energy? I think DJ Envy should be like happy that people are talking about him because, <laughs> I mean, to be quite honest, if you really want to like put it out there, Charlemagne <clears throat> is the star of the show, and next mm. mm. is know To me, I think, I in terms think, of like current, uh, I mean, I know DJ. I
2: think Charlemagne. I, I agree with you that
1: Charlemagne is the star of the show. I think Envy's next in line. I
0: think whatever. that. I the mean, other you, two are like listen, DJ Khaled has raised the bar. And if you're not on, if you're not producing tracks like DJ Khaled <laughs> every fucking sun summer, then you need to like do more than Oh, is
1: he a real DJ though? He's a yeah. real
0: DJ. I, <laughs> like, I
2: wasn't like even DJ saying that drama he, exactly. DJ Envy, still- DJ Khaled. Exactly. Like he's a
0: real DJ. Right. So oh. my whole thing is it's like, dude, you should be happy. And not only that, these guys are comedians. And this is like this yeah. is for anyone. Yeah
2: true story you can't
0: you can't check a comedian on some serious shit because they're always going to make a joke about your whatever whatever like yeah. so he should have known that if anything he should have been like if if that is your show they're not coming on my show
2: he got them that's writing what candy, did.
0: candy like what i mean i don't know if y'all know this but candy in the queen's court like candy was like y'all are not performing at my show that's the best way to get them stop the check if you have that much power, you don't let them come on your show and then try to check you. And these are comedians. They're going to dog you. You right. already know Charlemagne is going to laugh. He's not going to be on your side. He He's surely was laugh. not. I don't know if Angela Yee was there, but she always a mute. So <laughs> she that's Exactly that's why you, she was like saying yeah. in line. So Her questions be She, she Somebody said she just
2: dare to read a book because she you, knows what's The whole in your book. time
0: Charlemagne was laughing, and that's your co-host. Yeah. So that speaks volume. Like you... Put yourself in those your those own waters and that's what you got. And even till this day, like everybody was on, I forgot those guys' names, but you know. Desus
2: and Mero. But Susan what Mer- yeah. you made a good point. Like you stopped to check. Cause what he did was he gave them even more ratings exactly. for that night.
0: Exactly. Yes. Because
2: they went to record their show that night oh, after really? their interview on Breakfast Club. So everybody was like fully ready to watch. Exactly. because they knew that they were going to joke again exactly. about what's his name?
0: Envy, exactly, and you know what I did? I followed them, not envy. So
2: correct. I mean, that was a
0: natural action. I I I knew who they were because I saw them on Uncommon Sense. Mm -hmm. Um, but because of that, I'm like, oh, let me go see what these guys are because I know they are comedians. They're gonna it's gonna be something. Exactly, and I did not follow DJ Envy. so that speaks volumes. So whatever.
2: I thought he was just being, you know, so dramatic. It was such. His wife had to say something yeah, like,
0: like, you, you better go in, say something. Yeah. If they're
2: going to be on your show, you're going to let them come on your show. You better say something. It and... was
0: just so childish. Like, y'all are grown, please. And oh well, I mean. Yeah. Let me tell you, but money, that's... money, money, money will make a person be quiet, keep quiet. I
2: ain't heard nothing else from Monique, but anyways, (laughs) she
1: has been low key.
0: So, Mish, thank you so much for the pop culture segment of the week. You did a very great job.
2: Thanks.
0: Hopefully, I can do at least half of a great job as you with the self care tips.
2: You will, absolutely.
0: So, for the next seven weeks, we are going to um, highlight the um, seven healers. Um, I got these tips from my primary care physician and I thought that it was extremely great. And I wanted to um, at least um, focus on these seven healers for the next seven weeks um, because I think it would be great for you all. So the first healer is air. Um, The second is water. The third is sleep. The fourth is diet. The fifth is play. The sixth is relationship, and the seventh is purpose. This week, we will focus on air. Every living tissue needs oxygen. If you have less than the optimal amount, amount your hands and feet will get fold, and you will feel tense and anxiousness. It takes only three minutes of deep breathing to restore a more normal balance of oxygen within your body. With 20 minutes of deep breathing, you can significantly alter the hormonal balance of your body and move yourself towards success and away from stress. So my doctor recommend that each day, you should at least take 20 minutes of deep breathing. Mm-hmm. I typically like to um, divide my 20 minutes up. So in the morning, oh, I'll Oh, as take, long as it's exactly, throughout the day. Correct, oh, yeah. okay, okay. That's so um, in the morning, I'll do ten, 10 minutes of deep breathing, just expanding your lungs. Because I don't think we realize that we do not use all of our lungs whenever we breathe. So just to take 20 <laughs> minutes out of the day where you're expanding your lungs, raising your arms and expanding your lungs, it naturally relaxes you. Um and then also it brings oxygen okay. to yourself. So I highly recommend that you guys um take at least twenty minutes out of breathing and just seeing what that'll do to your life.
1: I'm doing it in the background, guys. Thank you, yeah,
0: car. it's gonna It's blink. amazing. So for the next seven weeks or for the next six weeks now, we're gonna go over the rest and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great. So thank you.
2: That's awesome. So I have to take deep breaths all the time because my lungs don't expand the way they should.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's so always yeah. taking
2: deep breaths, so yeah. it really does feel better, though. Like, most people are just like moving throughout the day, yeah, and not really exactly breathing in through their nose and out through their mouth.
0: When I go to my and like, not to keep on talking about it, but when I go <laughs> to my hot yoga class, um, before we begin, we do a breathing exercise. And when I tell you it, it, I mean, it just gets you, you it gets you. <laughs> yeah it, fast breathing and dim deep breathing correct. that is
1: so it's so hard to be like <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> right
1: and like it's like once you do it you're like oh but it's right. it's a weird that's a weird one
0: so yeah check that out seven healers
1: what's the first thank you, you justin
0: air air yeah
2: that is really awesome i'm so glad you're sharing this Yay. seven healers with us
0: this is from my primary care physician doctor y'all he's a beast he's Which asian He's like, Justin, I go in and complain. He'd be like, just lo- you got to lose weight, Justin. Just get on the treadmill. You got to lose weight.
2: The fact that he takes this much time with you is really nice because not a lot of doctors yeah. do that. No, yeah. they don't.
0: They're just, they Dr. try Fam. to get you just in and out. Yeah. So that's really nice. Yeah.
2: All right, Dr. Pham.
0: Okay. Uh, Icebreaker. Yeah.
1: I was like, why are y'all looking at me? <laughs> I did. Well...
2: <laughs> um, so the icebreaker this evening is...
3: <laughs>
2: you guys are going to tell a time in which your mouth got you in trouble. The reason why I talk about this is because all we do is run our mouths. Like, individually, I think it's cool that we're on the podcast together, but individually, each one of us can just run our mouths on our own. Yeah. So I have a feeling that your mouth probably got you writing a check that your ass couldn't cash one time. And I want you to tell the people <laughs> about it. <laughs> How did your mouth get you in trouble?
0: Car I know that big mouth got you in trouble <laughs> in the past.
1: Um yeah, but I'm trying to think of a specific instance. Cause it was so many, uh, <laughs> so many. A few, just then. Uh, I'm talking. I'm reflecting oh, on my Oh, you're putting it all. Um. Yeah. So one time, when I was in middle school, I didn't curse. That's and, good. Um, I have. didn't. I really didn't we curse until be, college. Right? I didn't curse until actually. I'm not even gonna say what made me start cursing, but I didn't curse until college, and. Um, But this girl had, like, said something to me, and I was like, shut up with your (laughs) ugliness!" And, like, everybody was like, oh, my God, Cara Cust. But the girl, like, didn't like me for years and, like, tried to fight me a whole bunch of times after that. So that's one thing. (laughs) She tried to fight
2: you after that? Yeah, like, not
1: immediately, but just, like, over time. Like, she just really tried to fight me, like, a bunch of times. Mm. And then, I guess another thing, it's not really my mouth, but I was just stupid, I guess, because I had a boyfriend at school, and I liked this other guy at the same time, and so, you know, like, you'd be buying carnations. Did I already talk about this?
0: Uh, no, I don't Okay, think so. I thought it's I did. It's my first time hearing carnations. You'd be me.
1: buying carnations, and so, like, you can write little notes on the carnations, and I bought my boyfriend Carnation's and the other guy that I like Carnation's and I put my name on both of them. <laughs> and then So I guess it was my big mouth because I just didn't I don't know. And yeah. so basically I got broken up with on Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh god.
2: Because... Well, I have A similar
0: situation. <laughs> I was in a um I was in a relationship like my freshman year in college and mind y'all I was real gullible. Real gullible in college. So I just basically told on myself that I cheated. Mm. and me thinking that you know the relationship was gonna like withstand (laughs) through the test the test of time withstand and and you know it was like nah (laughs) it's a wrap yeah and i was telling my friend i'm like yeah you know i kind of like was just i was like yeah i just wanted to be honest and it was like bro you so stupid because <laughs> it was no signs that i was cheating i was just like, <laughs> it was no signs that i was cheating i was like what just randomly like within the conversation i was like well you know this is what i did and it was so dumb i was just so gullible and dumb y'all like it was just so <laughs> it was just dumb Relationship just damaged because I said something.
1: Do you believe which was the right thing to say? Question. The right
0: thing to do is to be honest, right?
1: Right. What you wanna say? Side question. Do you believe things some things need to be taken to the grave?
0: <clears throat> I agree. I think there's there's some things that need to be taken to the grave.
1: Why are you looking like that? Oh, because I going am do that anyways. I
0: am. <laughs> yeah, I
2: don't I, I do run my mouth, but I keep a lot of stuff to myself. So
0: Well, that's when I learned like that's when I learned that, like, certain things need to just be taken to the grave. <laughs> but I was gullible, y'all. Like, Jesus was on my heart at a very young age. So that conviction.
1: Ain't nothing wrong with that, just I know nothing is it, it.
0: But I was like, man, why would you do that? Like, there were absolutely no signs. <laughs> None. I put that on myself. I like, why would you do that? Because you was just
2: talking and it just came out naturally? Or did you, like, want to sit there and talk about it?
0: You know, I think okay, now when, like when I really really think about it, I try to I do this thing called I do this thing like I admit my faults, so another person can admit oh, their faults. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I was doing that just to see like what the situation was <laughs> on the other side. And they was already hip. I guess they they already knew like whatever they was doing.
2: They was not about to share it. They were not it. about to share it. So Well, I mean, y'all seem like y'all didn't get in too much trouble. <laughs> with y'all's situation. So, first one was at school with me. First one was at school. Well, both of them were at school. But anyways, so when I was in high school, we had laptops. Why they gave us laptops, I don't know. But we had laptops. Looking and this at porn. No, this was before, um, <laughs> I like. have
0: definitely been looking at porn.
2: Really? They probably yes. had that blocked. So, this was before, you know, like social networks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we would email, I think I said this before, we would like email and the way we would do it is like we would email and then CC like everybody on the emails, like people from the school we went to or the other school, like the whole district had emails, I mean laptops. So anyways, um, this one girl had emailed me a picture of my friend and like she was talking about my friend in the email. And like, I'm not that person that you can do that to. Like you cannot talk about somebody I care about to me because like, I'm so loyal. I'm going to say something to you about it. So she emailed me about my friend. I think she called her, like, ugly black ass. Because, like, my friend was, like, really, really dark. So she said, like, here's your ugly black ass friend or whatever. (laughs) And so we were in class together when she sent it to me. So I guess I forgot where I was. And I turned around and I was like, who the hell are you talking about? And the teacher teacher was like, excuse me? (laughs) 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 And I looked like oh we he didn't send me to the office because we did that in that class all the time but it was just like i literally forgot where i was at and that was the one time that everybody wasn't doing it because usually it'd be like we all in the classroom cutting up yeah but at the time i did it it was quiet (laughs) nobody was like you know acting up (laughs) yeah and i just turned around was like who the hell you talking about and the teacher was like (laughs) excuse
1: (laughs) me. (laughs) me
2: That was the first time. The second time I was, y'all, in the first grade, we was sitting down, Indian style, watching a movie, and I was talking to one of my classmates. I'm just talking. So the girl behind me, this is a white girl. Her name's Haley. I'll never forget her. She was like, shh. (laughs) (laughs) So I would turn around and be like, no. (laughs) And then keep talking to my friend. So then she did again, shh. So I turned around and I said, no, she kicked me in my mouth.
3: What? did she have
0: did she have the dirty Barbie doll shoes on
3: <laughs> you're so stupid yeah she
2: did she dirty. I will never forget Haley lifted that foot up off that dirty shoe <laughs> off the ground baby
0: Haley was not playing with your ass this dead morning.
2: in my mouth <laughs>
0: Haley was like this bitch always talking this every right. day I'm sick of I'm
1: her sick I'm sick of, her. Sick of <laughs> her
2: so of course we get the fighting because you know I come from a family don't let nobody hit you and you don't hit them back so we got to fight and Haley, they ended up sending her to pre first like that was it that was What's like that, her last pre first <clears throat> this was pre first was like a thing you would go from kindergarten to pre first and then first grade, and she was pre-first. already in first grade with us, but um, I guess that was like, like her last her strike she her last back. strike. <laughs> <laughs> So they put their baby in uh, pre first.
0: Shot- oh, what the <laughs> fuck Haley doing
2: today? Bro? I know. <laughs> put probably a dirty- Haley probably working at Haley probably worked at Payless. Still wearing them same shoes. Still
0: fighting. In
2: that same trailer park. But, anyways, uh-huh. yeah, those are, are my little stories. I can remember my mouth just being like, you really need to be quiet. <laughs> and Haley was like, I'm going to shut you up today.
0: <laughs> it was not playing. She was, that was not playing. Well, it was real interesting that we're talking about the things that our mouth got us in trouble with. But this week's topic is going to be about speaking things into existence. Um, And I personally chose this topic right now because I need my friends to help me speak things into existence. I've had like some recent changes happen in my life lately, and I'm not going to go into detail about it. But I just want to chill with my friends and talk about how powerful um, speaking things into existence is. So... My question to y'all, um do you feel that there is power in speaking things into existence? um if so, if not, explain why yes, yes, you do
1: I do I think um I think it's twofold I think one thing is your thoughts dictate your actions a lot of times, so um and I think that's. Uh, I mean, I think we're going to get spiritual, but I think going spiritually, (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's why you're supposed to study the Bible Mm -hmm. because the things that you think about become your actions. Mm -hmm. So I think that that translates to everything in your life. Actually, this week I said, I am going to go to women's Bible study. Not, I'm going to try to make it. Not, I'm going to see what I can do. I'm going to go because that means I will then create actions to fulfill that. And then secondly, I just believe in the power of like, not to sound like cosmic, but like of the universe. I think what you put into the universe comes back to you. And I think that includes like with your energy and your words. I think that's a part of what you exert as a human. And so like, I think if you exert positivity, it'll come back to you in some sort of way. Right. So yeah.
2: So I think my answer is yes and no. Um I think that our lives are predestined. Like uh, my story is already written. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen in my life God has already ordained and it's it's written, right? Um but I do believe that I have the power to speak positivity in the situation that I'm in. Mm-hmm. So uh which is kind of where the name of my business a brighter destiny came from is just that your destiny is what it is like your life is going to be what god has already said it's going to be yeah it it can be brighter though than what the the journey can be brighter than what it would be for anybody else if you speak those positive things and you bring positive things into your life mm-hmm. so i think that it's more so of like um If I'm going through something right now, I can positively speak so that, like Kara was saying, as far as like speaking things into um, your actions, Mm -hmm. if I'm speaking positively, my actions and my everyday thoughts and like the way I behave is going to exude that, right? Versus Mm -hmm. sitting and wallowing in negativity, right?
0: Mm -hmm. That's dope. Um, I agree with you show. I think, I think your life is already predestined. Um, and just in terms of like the power of speaking things into existence, like when I thought about it, I was like, okay, if I never spoke things into existence, then what would I feed off of? What would what, what I feed off from? One would be like reading the Bible and my beliefs in God. Um, the other thing would be my surroundings, like so much of who we are, we are molded and shaped through our experiences. And so much of what we do currently is based upon, like, who we interact with. So if we are influenced through words by other people, I can only imagine what those things would do if it came from my own thoughts, if it came from myself. Um, So not only do I feel that we can speak things into existence, it's very powerful because it can be positive and negative. Um, And I think we've all witnessed, I think we mostly experience the negative end. Um, and it's because we naturally do that. I don't know why, um, but I think it has to be extremely intentional to experience mm-hmm. the power and positivity and speaking things into your own life, which is hard. So, I have
1: a friend. Sorry. I, no, 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 it's a part on. of this whole thing. Yeah. I have a friend. His name is T. Shout out to Atisha. He's currently um, a dental resident at UCLA mm. something. Mm. Um, but he has this thing, and he we talked... Uh, probably a couple of years ago, and he he told me that every day when he's riding to school and or work, he has like a sentence that he says out loud to himself in the car. And it's whatever he wants to manifest for that day. Nice. So it may be, you know, or just even telling himself that he's amazing or that he's smart or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, He does that and he says it out loud. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it has been so powerful for him. I don't know if he's still doing it. I have to ask him. Wow. But, um... And then positive also, yeah my my best friend Marcy, who y'all met, um I don't know if I can like talk about the specific thing, so I won't but basically her and her husband put a sign on their door so as they leave out, there are like three or four affirmations that they said every day Wow and both of them have come true Wow mm-hmm. so I've, I've seen people like manifest positive yeah. things by just saying them and thinking about them often
0: right. Um, I like talking about this because I think when we talk about speaking things into existence, you know, some people like relate it to like religious or like s- spiritual beliefs, um, which is good because I feel like this is probably practice and preach in all different forms of beliefs and um, religion. I don't want to say religions, but like different types of beliefs, whomever you follow. Mm-hmm. Um, but my next question to y'all is um, when and where did you discover your power? or this power or this ability to speak things into existence? Like, was it a specific experience? Um, Was it taught through someone else? Or did you discover this like through your own, like speaking?
2: So for me, it was, I mean, this is very like spiritual for me. This is um, something that both my parents have always talked to me about, like as a young child. And then especially when I, Went to college and moved to Atlanta because you then begin to like really experience life. And you know, when you're a child, it's kinda like you're basically going through a routine mm-hmm. and your parents are kinda like over everything mm-hmm. that happens to you. Yeah. Just in your eyes, right? Mm-hmm. But when you get older, you become an adult. Uh you have a you have to navigate through life on your own, right? And then you really get to see how things can play out. And so They used to just tell me things, you know, my mom would always say, you know, you just, like I said earlier, you don't wallow in negativity. You don't just sit in situations. But my dad, um, y'all know, is is a minister in my life. And so he's always told me, you know, at a younger age, you know, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. So for me, it's like the things that I want, I know that I'm going to get them because I'm following Christ and he's going to give me the things that I want, right? Now, am I going to get it when I want it? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, and am I going to get exactly what I want? Probably not. He, but he has something greater for me. So it's like at a young age, that's really where I got it from mm-hmm. is my parents. And, and just knowing that if you think positive, you live for Christ, then you will get the things that you desire.
0: Right. So. Um, for me... I think, um, I discovered it at a very young age. Like I, I talk about this all the time. I think as a kid, I was like really depressed and I, um, I wouldn't expect much. And because I didn't expect much, like my life was really, I would say stagnant. Like there were no highs and lows, um, like, because I just didn't expect it. Like, even the highs, it was like, okay, it happened. But I know it's not going to last forever. So mm. I was, was I was comfortable with staying where I was. Um, and because of that, I didn't realize, I guess, the power in um, speaking things into existence until I became, I would probably say, mid-20s. Um, no, I would say when I was in college going through my transition with, like, getting out of school um, because of my financial aid or whatever. Um, And it was because of my friend Byron. like, my whole mentality was, like, I'm not going to expect anything from anyone. It was safe. I never had issues with my relationships because I didn't Mm -hmm. expect much. Mm -hmm. Um, But I didn't realize how negative that was for my life because – I began to like look at my experiences, my accomplishments, my achievements like that. Like, okay, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. At least you're not going to be let down. Mm. Um, Until I started just until I experienced a friend, which is my friend Byron. He's a CRNA now, like super duper successful. Like he, I mean, even like he went through far more worse stuff than I did, but he always kept those positive affirmations. And when I began to like demand things, when I tell y'all things started to just happen, like that because my focus was like i'm gonna get to that next level mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna like not let it happen like if that one no is not gonna be the ultimate no so i would say that i i I identified that power like within my mid early 20s and i can tell you ever since then which i probably need to revisit that time because i need it right now but ever since then like my ability to speak things and focus on it and like with a combination of prayer and, you know, like just really pouring manifesting and like pouring all of my energy into it. It really, really happens, you know, and it happens when it's supposed to happen. And it's Mm -hmm. not like I'm, I'm late or whatever. It just really happens. And it happens and it positions me in a place where I'm like on solid ground, where I know that I cannot be moved. I'm here for a reason and a purpose. So for me, it was around, um, uh, my early twenties.
1: Mm-hmm. So I um, I was a depressed kid too, but for different reasons. I just had a lot of negativity surrounding me, with a lot of family drama and just a lot, like a lot of family drama, um, parental issues, people who raised me. It was just a lot of drama around me. So I, but I knew, like my whole. Focus and goal was to get out of it. So in order to get out of it and to be better than them, I had to figure out what those goals were. So I literally like created a timeline for myself. Like in like high school, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to college. After college, I'm gonna go to law school. After law school, I'm gonna make a hundred thousand dollars. Like I just this these were my goals. Like I'm gonna make six figures. I'm gonna live in a big city, and I'm gonna and I just literally had these goals. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it's been a long time for me just because that's that was my coping mechanism. I didn't realize that it was speaking things into existence. I just thought it was me just looking forward to the future. Right. But as I got older, I, d- I realized how important it was and how I had stopped doing it in a positive way and was only doing it negatively. Mm-hmm. and it was affecting my psyche, and I was depressed. And all of this stuff And then I Once I went back to Okay car, You will get a better job You will like your job You will like your employee Or your Your uh coworkers. You will make this amount of money Like I was I got back to that And I'm Back into Like A really good space mm-hmm. So I've just always done it I just didn't realize that It, it was, was yeah, What I was doing right, Manifesting things through And I, I I mean it came from A negative space But Now that I'm out of The negative space I can use it for good
0: another thing that is this is like really crazy but i learned how powerful that brain is through my dreams and Mm. like i'm a dreamer i know some people don't dream but i dream um and i remember in my dream i was like you know what i want to fly and now i fly in my dreams i'm not sure if that means (laughs) anything but now i can fly in my dreams and i recommend everyone to try it it's so Hmm. great the first times you're gonna fly and then you're gonna you're gonna like you're gonna come back down. But now you could just really <laughs> apply <laughs> your dream. To
2: fly in my dreams? Like like
0: literally elevate and fly in your dream. Go dreams.
2: to sleep and say, I'm gonna fly in this dream. Like
0: Yeah and when you appear in your dream, you just play, okay, let me fly. And you yeah. really start flying. And of course, once you get scared of being in the air, then you're gonna you're gonna go down because hey. your brain is yeah, your faith and <laughs> you
2: and then I'm going to wake up
0: subjecting yourself to fear you you drop but then if you really just think like I'm going to fly and you just continue to fly it's 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 crazy but that's what I do yeah. i've heard a lot of other people say they fly in their dreams also but anyways um so what have in the past what have you spoke into existence that you saw manifest so you really said that hey i'm speaking this into existence and it has manifested in the past or currently
1: the podcast
0: the podcast really that was something i spoke
1: nice yeah um, A new job. This ring
0: that I yeah. got on my finger. <laughs> yeah. I spoke it up. Yeah. That's it, right? Yeah. Awesome.
1: So I don't,
2: I think, you know, going back to the first question when it was like, do you believe in the power? I don't like, I don't say things like, I am going to X, Y, and Z. Because mm-hmm. I don't live in that. I, I live in like. This is what I want. God, to ask that you give it to me. Got you. So I put it out there. This is what I want. And so everything that I've asked for, I've gotten, like, literally that I've prayed about. But mm. I don't necessarily, like, say, like.
0: It came from you.
2: Right. Okay. I mean, but I mean, I set goals and I right. beast at them. But <laughs> I think that it's it's not just me.
0: Okay. So I think my next questions will help with that or the question after that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think one of the things that I've probably manifested was my um, surrounding. I think I'm still in like in that manifestation period where I'm speaking like positive friends into my life Mm -hmm. and I'm speaking horrible friends to get out of my life. And it's really happened um, and obviously, I mean it's it's also through my belief in God and like him, but I'm in terms of what I can control is you know, the things that I give into. So if someone invites me to some place that I don't necessarily feel that I can thrive in, I don't go, mm-hmm. and I try to um create these um I guess these little pockets for my life where I can thrive in. It's just like, Justin, can you thrive in this situation? If you can't thrive in this situation, then cool oh, God. um. And that's what I do. So I, I think it has worked for the past three years. Um, I've gotten rid of a lot of, I would say, toxic relationships, um, and then I've also, um, and my, I guess, my other relationships have grown stronger. So I think that's something that I've manifest. But my next question is: um, Do you feel that it is your power, or is it assisted by something else? And explain. I think, Mish, I think this is something probably like you speak it, but it's off of the your faith and beliefs in Christ, correct? That he allows it or gives it to you.
2: Right. So I don't think anything's comes from me. Like yeah. I don't have the power to do anything. Right. So, but I do have the ability to pray and ask. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and, you know, this is just really religious for me. Yeah. I, maybe not for anybody else, but for me, it's like, I didn't get my degree on my own. Yeah, Like, you know, I didn't, go through the master's program on my own. I didn't move back to Dallas and get the job that have Like nothing happened on my own. Mm-hmm. Even situations I think I've shared with you, Justin, the job that I received before the company that I'm with now, mm-hmm. the story that I told you of how I got that job and everything that happened in college that led up into to, yeah. me receiving that position, I didn't see what happened back then as mm-hmm. something positive that was going to lead me that's to it, this. So right. that's how I know that God is interceding for, for me you. through things, yeah. um, he's gonna give me what I want, but um, I do speak positivity into my life, mm-hmm. right? So, like, if I'm going through things, I'm not just like I said earlier, gonna sit in it, I'm yeah. gonna say, like, Michelle, you have the ability to get up, you have the ability to do this, um, you're bigger than this situation, mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. things like that. I'm yeah. gonna speak positivity, um, and make sure that I'm not just thinking about the situation or what could happen what couldn't happen like i want to make sure that i stay positive but um i know for a fact where all my help comes from and yeah. it's
0: you know i think i'm 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 there with you as well i think even just the idea of you being positive like that's power that is coming from within you know that you are intentionally are like myself, like I am making myself be positive when I do not want to be positive or right, I for sure I can't be positive. So um is it assisted? Yes, is is assisted by my belief in Jesus Christ. Like that's where my assistance comes from, but um he also gives me the decision to either do X or do z x y right. whatever and know, he A gives you power he like gives, when yeah. i say
2: i don't have any power i mean like the like physical yeah. power like boom magic wand power but i mean he gives me power right mm-hmm. so i have strength and i have the ability to accomplish the things that i've accomplished because i'm the one that has to get up and do the work mm-hmm. or i'm the one that has to you know go out and get the business so i do have the power to do those things i just know that it's assisted
0: right like, right
2: I'm not going to be out here like, yeah, Michelle did this, you know, like I'm boasting, like it's all me. Mm -hmm. Like, nah, it's not all me.
0: Right. Um, So, yeah, I think mine is definitely um, assisted. Um, And, you know, I guess just to even like um, expand the conversation, like I am even, I want to get to know him in a larger life, a larger light where I can identify the power that he has given me also, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and whatever that may be, you know, I don't know what it is, but you know, he speaks about it in his word. So, um, what about, what do you, what about you? Carl?
1: Yeah, I agree with everything y'all said. And I think also, uh, God puts other people in places to pour into you as well, pour into you positivity or negativity, giving right. you the opportunity to counter that with positivity. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just recently, like when I was at your house, I met Ramey mm-hmm. and we just clicked and connected. Mm-hmm. And then randomly she called me on Sunday night and said something that I like just needed to hear. She's awesome. And it was like, she is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, And so she's just somebody I'm like, it's clear that God has placed her in my life to pour positivity into me for whatever reason that is. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, yeah, I definitely agree.
0: It's the provisions.
2: Like he provide the provision for you Mm -hmm. to get or receive the things that he already has for you.
0: Yeah. I like that. So how often do y'all practice speaking things into existence? Um, And is it like daily, weekly, or is it only when times get rough?
1: Mine is daily, but I think it's a, I have like sticky notes on my uh, desk mm-hmm. where that I like read to myself. Mm-hmm. So like one of them says like you're the bomb.com
0: and you feel the bomb.com.
1: One of them says like have you have you prayed today, which is not really an affirmation but a command or like a question for mm-hmm. myself so then I pray. Or one of them says you are enough. Mm. So I, I try to practice it every day. And Ben and I do this thing before we go to bed, we ask each other how we are that day. Like a genuine like how was your day? Oh. How do you feel today? Mm-hmm. And so we go through that and like we pour into each other that way. So It's almost daily, I say, I would
3: say.
0: And I don't I didn't want this conversation to be like a um like a very like deep conversation, but I feel like we need to have it because so much of like what we interact with is, is is like is like chaos, horrible things, like it's always like negative. Mm-hmm. And if you can identify where your positivity comes from, and when I really when I really I like look back on my day, I can't really see anything that comes my way that is just pure positive. So if we don't take ownership in that, and that ability to bring that aspect into our lives, then where are we receiving it? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we only go to church one Sunday. That's if we go to church. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but what about you, Mish?
2: Um, so it's a daily thing for me now. I don't want to say that it was um, always like that, but um, I've just learned, like, I need to be, positive because like you said, there there's so much negativity around. Um, I mean, you can pick up your phone or turn on the TV and just Jesus, if you watch the news mm-hmm. that in itself for, you know, the hour that it's on can like bring you down all the way. So speaking positively and just trying to uplift myself is something that I do, um, on a daily Uh, But it's also because of the people that I surround myself with. So it might not be something that I necessarily say to myself, but I can call my mom. My mom is probably the most positive person I've ever met in my life because she could like be going through whatever. And I promise you, she is going to turn it around into something positive. And I just be like, girl, how did you do that? Mm. Like, yeah. really? So it's like, but I have friends like that, too. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I've talked about Jasmine before. She brought me uh, a, a housewarming gift, I guess you would say, when she came to visit me at my place. And she brought me a mug that said, you are enough. Mm-hmm. Like, she didn't know I needed that. She just was like, I liked it. It was a nice message, so I brought it right. to you. But it was just like, surrounding yourself with people that are going to, like, do exactly. things like that. Right. And so I have a lot of people that around me um will make me think about positive things and like change if I'm in a funky mood, just talking to them will like change yeah. my spirits around. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Um so I I I used to do it a lot um when I was going through my like rough, tough times. Mm-hmm. Um and it really helped me to like I mean if I can just imagine my tough times being like a category five hurricane. Like me focusing on my daily affirmations or speaking things into existence. And I used to speak things into existence through my writing and like my journal. And now when I go back and read my journal, they were all like prayers. Like I can, I can probably publish these prayers. Um, but that's what I would do. And I just imagine like whatever I did during that time being a shield during that category five hurricane. And like now that I've been successful, life as life isn't as I guess rough and tough as it was in the past, I kind of like got rid of all those things. Um, So now when I'm faced with challenges, I kind of see myself being a little bit anxious a little and I shouldn't be mm-hmm. um, because, but I, I feel that I'm anxious because I don't have that protection of my own. You know, mm-hmm. you can pray but like sometimes you have to like know your sauce. Like you have to know what mm-hmm. he has given you. And if you're not in if you're not aligned or in tune with that, then you're gonna you're gonna be easily like if the wind blows to the left, your body is going, you know. Right. So um I think these things plant to you along with your spiritual beliefs. So, like, you know, aside of your spiritual beliefs, like these things I feel that it plants me or it roots me into um i guess my strength or you know that way i don't get uh, moved by certain situations and i think i need to get back to it i i know that i have to get back to it because it not only does it clarify things it keeps me grounded it keeps me rooted it's almost like a blueprint that i have an imaginary blueprint that i've made for myself that i can always i guess if i'm if i deviate from it i can always go back to if that makes sense so Mm -hmm. I personally feel that I need to practice practice it daily. Mm-hmm. Um, so second to last question, have you ever used this power in a negative way?
2: Um, <laughs> I haven't. haven't? Um, and I say that because I really don't want anything negative to, ha- to happen to anybody. Like I've been around people, just in my life that have really gone through some tough times. And I've looked at their situations and been like, man, I wouldn't want to see anybody else go through that. So, but I will say, just being honest, some people take, you know, my like be blessed as being sarcastic. You know how like you stop talking to somebody and you send the last text message and you be like, be Be blessed. Be blessed. I really be meaning that, like, hey, go live your blessed life somewhere else away from me. Without me. Correct. Um, and Or when I be like, okay, well, I wish nothing but the best for you. I'm serious. Like, I hope you go be happy somewhere else, friends, family, and foe. Once I give you that, like, I'm serious. Like, I want you to go be happy somewhere else. Like, somewhere. I'm good on you. We don't really, relationships, intimate, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that negatively. So I want people to know right. when I give you the be blessed message that is coming from a good place mm-hmm. for me and you, because I don't want to be around you anymore, but I do want you to have a good life without me.
0: Mm. So I know that like, and this is probably going to be more spiritual, but I know that God is taking me to another level because I am... Certain things that would not phase me in the past is phasing me now. Like certain things that would not get to me in the past are getting to me now. <clears throat> i.e., whenever I'm trying to part ways with someone that just does not align with my life, you know that be blessed comment that he places on your heart to add. After I fight against it, like no, I'm not. I'm not putting be blessed because a part of me, obviously <laughs> don't want them to be blessed. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> And for me to be dealing with this at the age of 33, and I've never, ever, like, not saying that I wish harm on a person. It's just that, like, I'm keeping my prayers for people that, quote, unquote, deserve that. But that's not, like, that's not what God wants me to do. You know what I'm saying? And I have to, like, I, I'm, I'm internalizing it. Like, okay, like, what's going on? Like, why can't you, why can't I wish everyone well?
2: So I saw something the other day, and it was probably on Twitter, because y'all know I, I live for Twitter. <laughs> But anyways, it said something to the effect of, like, the people that you want out of your life, pray for them. Mm. And it'll bring you peace. Like, pray that they do well. Mm -hmm. Pray for that ex. Pray for that ex-friend. Pray for that ex-boss, whoever. Like, Mm -hmm. pray for them.
0: Yeah. And it'll bring bring you peace.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I honestly say it. Simply because I want you to know that I have no ill will. Like there, I don't have a problem with you. There's no issue. You and I, though, are just not a thing. Yeah. So I wish you the best.
0: Yeah. I wish you
1: love. Is
3: that a song?
0: Oh,
1: you were singing Whitney Houston. (laughs) That was.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I think I'm. I'm working on it. I still do it, but I don't mean it. Like, I'll still say, you know, I wish you the best, but I don't mean it. I don't want to mean it, you know? I, I mean, people are people, you know? Yeah. I don't say it. So,
1: <laughs> So
2: have you ever used negative, your power in a negative way?
1: No. No, I don't. I mean, if I don't like you, I just don't. Yeah, I don't think I've ever. No. But I'm not going to say I wish you well. I'm just not going to say it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't that don't mean that I don't think you I don't I want you to die I just mean I just don't
0: well wanting to wanting them to die would be the extreme like you know,
1: <laughs> I don't know
0: you know not saying it can also be like a a negative well wish. that's a dig
3: but some people have t-
2: well no, not, no not, saying- not, not
0: not saying anything but like
2: Some people have said to me that it sounds sarcastic, and I'm like, I'm really not. I'm really not being sarcastic. Like, that's just my ending.
0: Well, it all depends on what you put. It It all depends on what you put before that. If you drag them down the street (laughs) through the mud, through the swamps of Louisiana, and then put God bless. bless, uh, Nah, nah, see, I don't even.
2: Well, okay, so like relationship wise, like as far as exes. I probably would put that energy like, you know, you did all of this, you did this, this is what I tried to do, blah, blah, and it just didn't work, blah, blah, blah be blessed. Like, I probably would put that mm-hmm. in a situation with an ex in an intimate relationship, but in every other relationship, it really just be like, all right, well, it seems like we had a misunderstanding. This is just not going to be the situation. This is what it is. I wish you the best.
1: Yeah. I'm going to just say goodbye. Do mean? Bye.
3: don't <laughs> Bye.
0: Yeah, I mean, the only reason why I ask this question is because I feel that um, we may not identify or acknowledge our negative speaking, our negative thinking because, you know, if you think it, it's the same as speaking it to me.
2: I will say, though, that there have been situations in my own life where, like, okay, when I got my master's degree, mm-hmm. I had a promotion at the company i was working for already mm-hmm. but it was still part-time mm-hmm. i didn't have a full-time job so i would be like dang i'm never gonna find a full-time job like i would mm-hmm. say stuff like yeah. that because it's it's easy to just be like oh my gosh i'm never gonna find yeah. something because you looking you looking you looking and right. it's like that's easy so i guess the the no, answer yeah. to that is like it's, yeah yes, because i'm do. sure yeah. that it, on several different occasions i've probably been like you know, yes. saying negative things and like keeping myself in that negative yeah. moment instead of moving. I mean, from it.
0: I expressed an opportunity with y'all that I may have and the first thing that I said was negative. Like, and I don't want to do that. Like I don't want to think that way. Like I wanna be able to think that I can conquer anything I'm faced with. You right. know? So um I think it's just very important to at least um identify those thoughts and try to like change it. Like what I try to do is like if I have a negative thought in, in, where, in, in which it's speaking negatively over my life, I try to immediately counteract that with a positive thought. Mm, a um And that's the best way I can do it. But I think because for so many years I've, I have been programmed to like not expect much, not expect positivity, but just to always expect negativity. Um, like my mind naturally thinks that way and I need to recondition it. Like I've literally for the past two years, I would say... I would say a year and a half. I've been in a recondition mode, reconditioning from everything, reconditioning from my my parents' teaching, reconditioning from you know the preaching the pulpit that I grew up with, reconditioning, mm-hmm. reconditioning from my friends and their perception of who I am. You know, I've been in a in a mode where I'm trying to retrain our dig deeply within to see how Justin truly feels, and if if I feel that Justin is completely off the scale in a negative way, then I need to start from there. I need to start from how car feels about me and heart me show perceives me in that particular type of way mm. so mm-hmm. lastly if you can manifest one thing in 2018 so by december 31st um what would it be and why
2: so y'all know me and my passion planner <laughs>
0: do you still have that passion planner because i haven't seen it in weeks
2: i absolutely do i don't bring it over here because i don't have nothing to write in here in it over here but um so at the beginning of the year, you're supposed to like write down things that you want. So I'm not gonna say what they are, but what I'm gonna say is that one has already came true.
0: Really? And, and yeah. it's only March nineteenth.
2: And it is only March 19th. And I am super stoked about it. Stoked. Okay. <laughs> well, I wish you
0: I wish you I wish we would we could
2: white lady. Well,
0: if it's already manifest, then you can say it.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, and then the other two seem to be well on their way. So, mm. one is I'll, I'll say the one is uh, I want a new position, like either within my company or another company, but I want a step up, mm. like I'm ready for the next level.
0: Nice. So, car,
1: um. This is going to sound kind of bad, but I've gotten everything I wanted in 2018. I don't have anything um, that I want that I'm not already actively getting.
3: Mm.
1: Like, I prayed for a new job. I got it in
3: 2018.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm getting married. Uh, I want to lose weight. Boom. There it is. is. For my wedding dress. Whoop. There I
0: think you can manifest that.
1: Mm-hmm. I've been going to the gym. I just need to get my eating together. That
0: so is yours tough. is similar to mine. I don't care if I lose weight. I just want to be healthy. And I don't think being healthy involves fat on your belly. Right. So that, I guess that would involve losing weight. But I want to lose weight the healthy way, not get sick and lose weight. You know what I'm saying? So I'm manifesting mm. that in 2018 um, because I think it's just, it's what I need. I think once, when you're physically, when there's wealth physically, there will be wealth elsewhere.
1: It also feels great when you can fit into your jeans. Because <clears throat> the jeans that I wore in the photo shoot in 2017, I cannot wear.
0: Uh, same here? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I would definitely <laughs> um yeah, please find out things or identify things that you would like to manifest in 2018. I think the power of speaking things into existence, it's I don't think we give ourselves the um or we acknowledge the power that God has already given us, or whomever you pray to has given you, or if you only focus on yourself, I don't think we identify much power that we have. And I think that we do need to be m- more mindful of involving that into our daily lives, those daily thoughts, because so much of who we interact with, so much of what we do, um, are mostly negative and not positive. And not saying that things have to has to be like positive patty, but I think it's just mm-hmm. more so identifying that strength that is within you. So um you being able to, like, remove yourself from situations through your own strength um, is is some of the things that I, I would like to talk, I mean, that I'm trying to discuss throughout this episode tonight.
2: Death major. Removing yourself.
0: Removing yourself. That's yeah. a power within itself. That is. Some people are stuck. Like, tides, these, like, some people are stuck through that connection. Yeah. And that ability to remove yourself from the situation.
2: Bruh. That is a power. Let me talk about it. Removing yourself from a situation is a power. You feel empowered when you get out
1: of it.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah, that's real.
1: Speaking of getting out of situations, <laughs> where is this week? <laughs> millennial moment is from a guy. What is his name, guys? Otis. No, we used
2: Otis before. We have? Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: Th- we used Theodore. Uh, Come on, give us an old name.
1: Ulysses.
0: Ulysses. Ulysses. I don't know why real name. Ulysses
1: S. Grant, yeah. Hawaii. I mean, all races. Why I mean, okay. yeah, but it's...
0: <laughs> Let's do Eugene. I like Eugene. Let's I like do Eugene. Eugene.
1: Okay, so Eugene <laughs> wrote in and said, Y'all, don't judge me. But I've been dating the same girl for about a year. I've cheated on her a few times, but I sincerely like her. I almost love her, and she's cool people. I have my own house and a car. I have a stable job, and and I'm fine, if I should say so myself, so I'm going to catch AF. I'm not ready for marriage at all, but I like being in a relationship and having consistent you-know-what. Anyway, my girl wants to move in, and it would be cool, but she has a five-year-old daughter. I don't know if I'm ready for that type of commitment. What should I do? You That's
0: see, out. the it's, people I mean, know the answer out. before. Yeah. Like by the end of them writing this email, I feel I feel like they already know their answer. And there's no need for you to even correct need our Why, advice. But I
2: mean, Eugene, first of all.
0: It's only been a year.
2: He's a you're a catch AF. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh,
1: He might be. He got a stable job on his own house, a car. Yeah, but
2: he's also a full cheater. So I don't know what you're catching. Cheater. He's a full uh, cheater. <laughs> you know what I was about to
1: say?
0: Stop.
2: Something very, very Listen, inappropriate. <laughs>
0: he did the opposite of what I did in college. And he just he's taking it to the grave. So as far as she knows, he's a catch.
1: But she's the one that wants to move in with him, FYI. <laughs> She wants to move in with him, and it would be cool, but she has a five-year-old daughter.
0: That's the reason? That's
1: out. I mean, you don't even know if you love this person
2: and you're going to be living with a child, too? That's out. I think she's
1: stupid for wanting to move in with a nigga with her child.
0: I think he's stupid for even considering it. How about that?
1: I don't think he's considering it. Obviously,
0: Obviously, he is. I don't
1: know. I mean... I just feel like she's dumb. Like, you are a woman. Like, you would... Not saying that he would molest her daughter, but, like, you don't know this nigga? Like, why would you move a whole kid in with somebody? Nah, I'm not feeling that. And I feel like as a mother, you should be way more protective of your
0: child. Yeah, but I would like for him to, like, internalize his own situation. Like, first of all, it's only been a year. You have cheated before. I mean... Probably are currently cheating as we talk. We won't assume, I guess, but we can. (laughs) Yeah, he said,
1: I've cheated on her a few times. He did not say, I am currently (laughs)
0: cheating on her. I'm saying, but by the time he
2: listened to this, he probably in the car with a new chick listening to Millennial Love.
0: I think this is a prime (laughs) example of removing yourself from situations. Like, don't even put yourself into that situation. Like, y'all can keep it cute and cool, and y'all can still have sex. And and how
2: you gonna cheat? And you got the girl and (laughs) a little girl in (laughs) that
0: That's just too much, bro. I don't even know how old he's at. He could have
2: left that part out. You had to tell us that you a cheater because that's all I'm focused on right now is that you a cheating a hand. I'll
0: tell you this much. Good thing. Be honest. Tell her the truth. Tell her what you did.
2: And see if she still want to move
0: move in. in. I don't even think he
1: need to do that. I think think she needs to slow her roll.
0: But it's not even about her.
1: It is about her. I feel like you it's shouldn't want to disagree. About it's Eugene. about Eugene really no. considering
0: the situation. <laughs> I
1: feel like even really want to be trying to live with somebody. Okay, so,
0: right. With a even kid. If, okay, that's fine. But he is also still the person to agree to this or not agree.
1: Yeah, but We're what if she's there. like threatening to like not talk to him no more?
0: Break oh, well. Okay, go call Bye. one of the other ka-poof, chicks that you. Right? Me. <laughs> I mean, you clearly don't want them. What did he say? He's AF. He's he's cute. A as catch a, as he's it. a catch as fuck. Yeah, I mean, go be that catch. I
1: actually really like that. I'm a catch, catch as AF. Fuck. <laughs> I really like
3: that.
0: Put it on a T-shirt. Negative. Yeah, Eugene, chill on it, bro. Like you already know the answer come on y'all like stop sending y'all are judging him stop sending in stuff that you know the answer to like you know we're gonna say
1: don't judge me we're not not
0: judging judging him
1: explicitly i'm not judging judging him. him, i'm just
2: telling him he ain't ready for a relationship you are clearly wanting to be with other people so why would you want somebody to move in with they chill they child
0: Bro, I've only known you. He for
1: don't year. want her to move in. Then what she is his question? to move in. Then what, what is his question? Do? What should he do in light of her wanting to move in?
0: Tell her no. Tell her no. I mean, I'm is kidding. it that hard?
1: Cause you cheat. <laughs> oh my god. And we we I'm on. giving
0: him the fact that he's not cheating anymore.
1: Oh, you let go, you let
2: that I'm, go.
0: I'm giving it that. I'm giving that to him, which normally I would
2: <clears throat> I ain't like Elsa. So I ain't gonna let it go.
0: <laughs> Listen, Eugene. Save yourself, your future self, some trouble, and chill on it.
2: Mm. Why'd you want to move in with her, anyways,
0: dude? When you can get it for like the free?
2: <laughs> is she gonna pay the bills?
0: She will not pay the bills. I would
1: assume that
2: she, was she gonna will. Have.
0: She will provide the food stamp card. Uh-huh.
1: Why you gotta assume uh-huh. that baby on stamps?
0: Cause w- never mind. I'm now. This is judging, right? This is completely <laughs> You're judging. That
3: baby don't stay this up. is
0: completely judging. What <laughs> If you all can see professional as woman today
1: is going to be going I, I don't know if that's a fair statement. To moving, I don't know in if that's
0: a fair statement. A year with your 5 year old. baby. I don't know if that's
2: Five a fair statement. Child. I
1: think people do it all the time. And I think professional smart women do it all the time. With their child
0: Come
1: over! I don't know. I I know several people that have done it, ha, and have known with their child. Yeah, as
0: professional black women, and have
1: known <laughs> the person for less than a year.
0: That's dumb I as know fuck.
1: women that that move in with a dude and get pregnant with him after like two months. I know women that do all kind of stuff.
3: No, so
1: saying saying that. She's not necessarily. I don't think that's a fair statement. I don't know. You know, I don't I mean, know what Wakanda. Or whatever. Her I don't name is. really
0: know his situation. I'm just like thinking of the, certain, the worst. <laughs> yeah, thinking of the worst. Like
1: she. On I first mean,
0: death.
1: but I'm saying that I don't necessarily think it has anything to do with class. Like not class, as in like she's classy. But I mean, like class as in correct. like.
0: So yeah, let's just like go off for the one income. Year. I mean, you 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 met <laughs> You don't know you nothing know about Are you gonna move in with them with your child?
1: It's the with the child thing because I feel like if they had known it, I feel like if she did not come with the child, I don't, I wouldn't see anything wrong with it.
0: Really, a year? Mm-mm.
1: I think you can know somebody in a year if you live in the same city with them no. and you're old enough.
0: Oh my gosh, no! I feel
1: like you can. I feel like the for me the smoking gun is the child, which is why I'm mad at her because I'm like, why would you want to move in anywhere? <laughs>
2: What's the, the
0: smoking gun for you, Mish?
1: He's a freaking cheater. <laughs>
2: So it do not matter.
0: And he has not told her that he cheated. So, I mean, so I let's just Let's start there. Let, I, I honestly, if you really. If, if you he really should have left continue.
2: that out. He's not going to tell it to her. So, why he tell it to us? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, right. leave that out. You just don't want to live with that girl because you're not done doing what you're doing. And that's okay. Like, I'm not saying, hey, like, you're a bad person. Right. <laughs> but, right. I mean, like, you're not fully not stoked about living with her. So yeah. why?
0: Cause she's gonna find out.
2: And I'ma just be honest. Here's the other thing. <clears throat> I don't wanna live with no five year old my damn self.
0: So <laughs> I'm just And he a nigga too. He don't wanna uh, live with no damn five year old. I'm gonna let
2: you know that's not the life you want right now. You don't have he has no kids.
1: No.
0: And well, the that's baby, not
1: in there, but I assume he has no
2: kids.
0: And the baby dad is gonna be coming picking up that little girl. It's just too much. It's so
2: much.
0: Like Christmas holidays, the baby, the little girl is gonna get gifts from her dad. Her dad's that's gonna come pick up. That's the part. Like, it's just not even that.
2: Deep. Yeah. I ne- but also, I need to be connected with this child from like birth. To be like you just moving in today, like it's Saturday, it's Friday, and I'm chilling at the house by myself. And then on Saturday, it's a five year old here. That's a drastic difference. Like if it was a baby that you know gradually turned into a five year old, <laughs> but five year olds be all over the place, bro. They be right on your wall. He
0: can't have company during the week because the five year old has to go to bed at a certain time. Correct. There's just too Did many situations. He,
1: he didn't.
2: I mean, like, you really can't drink like that. Okay. Like, you can't drink like that around a child. Something as
0: fuck. He's a millennial. Yeah. Something as fuck is a millennial. So, yeah, I don't think you're like, I don't think where you are in your life right now, you, it's, you don't need that.
2: No, I mean, like, you're fully
1: cheating right now. (laughs) So,
3: you know,
2: right uh, (laughs) here. All right.
1: You listen. Wait, what was his name? Eugene. 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 All right, we're sorry. 86- all right, so
0: make sure that, once again, that you please follow us word on Word of all. the day. I got you. going to let the word of the day oh, be the end because okay. it'd be so funny. Go ahead. Make sure that you please follow us on all social media outlets, not Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> and Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to send us money, please send us money through PayPal, Venmo, and our favorite cash app. That's dollar sign Millie, Millie Love. That's Millie, two L's, and love, L L-O-V, O three. And we want your coin. Bottom, point blank, period. We're going to start charging you holes. I love this plan.
2: Thanks to everybody that has uh, donated thus far. Yes. Seriously. E-Tayla, I see you. Thanks, boo.
0: Thank you. I wish we could list everyone, but I can't recall any of their names.
1: Kyla sent some today, too.
0: Thank you, Kyla.
1: Okay, word of the day is crack. Hmm. It's a noun. It is an Irish term, and it means fun and entertainment, especially good conversations and company. Crack is spelled C-R-A-I-C.
3: Crack. Is that how you pronounce it? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Crack. Did you press the button, and the button told you?
1: It's spelled, it's pronounced crack. But did you press the button? There's no button to press. But reading it, it's spelled K R A K, crack. K
2: R A K with the little line over the A. No, there's
0: no line.
1: Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> because if it was a line, <laughs> it would be What kind crack.
0: of in the B conversation. Is this <laughs> shit?
1: Um, <laughs> uh, Justin. I ain't going first. You. You have never gone first except the first time. So go first. I didn't want to
0: include this into the show. <laughs> no, I'm, just <laughs> I'm just joking. this.
1: You did not go first last week,
2: so you have to go first today. No, I'm not. What's the
1: definition again? Fun and entertainment, especially good conversation and company.
0: Cool car.
2: Millennial love it's crack. is crack.
0: It's crack. That's it. Boom. Together. No, it's not. Joint together. sentence.
2: Go, you <laughs> Really? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you can take um, my sentence
0: Our neutral Sundays brunch In April Will be crack as fuck
1: Oh wow You added the AF That's lit <laughs> Thank you guys for listening Come on Carl
0: <laughs> no. What is yours <laughs> What
3: is your
1: sentence Actually
0: this is one of my favorite segments Believe it or not
1: My wedding will be crack. That's it? Yep.
0: What about your life will be crack?
1: It will be.
2: Wait, I'm confused about the definition. Is
1: it fun and entertaining or funny
2: and entertaining?
1: Fun and entertainment. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah.
0: Anyways, y'all, please use crack and hashtag us MO3. Can you spell crack one more time so C- they don't spell the regular crack?
1: C-R-A-I-C, crack.
0: Has anyone been doing their sentences? Nope. We probably should do the word of the day in the beginning of the show because I'm afraid that people Have don't Have you
2: listen. been doing your sentences?
0: Yeah. At least I'll try if I tried to I What was last it.
2: week's word? Boom. Bye.
3: <laughs> Bye. Bye.